Welcome to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual has begun. We are ready to appease the old gods one minute at a time. I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. Hello, and I'm Molly Balin of LittleRedMark.com. And in today's episode, we're covering minute 46 of the movie The Cabin in the Woods. And in this minute, Marty does a little puppet dance takes a walk and kills the mood for Holden and Dana. Yes, that is true. <laughs> All of this is true. So we get a little comedy here, which is a nice a comedy and levity, I guess. Uh-huh. Yes. In this minute. Yes. Yes, we do. And this is broken up between two minutes, this particular theme, scene, line of dialogue, because in the previous minute, as you might recall... Marty is hearing whispers that are telling him, I'm going to go for a walk. And he's like, what the shit? <laughs> and he's right. He's been hearing little whispers and voices now for a little bit. And he stops and he's like, hey, wait, I'm not a puppet. And then he gets frustrated and does a magical little type of puppet Snoopy dance thing here. Right. Yeah. And he's like kind of talking to the room and yeah gets his composure and then yeah and then he ends up going for that walk anyways <laughs> but it looks like to me he's telling the room i'm not gonna do what you tell me to do i'm gonna do the thing you just told me to do <laughs> yeah i'm my own man i am king of my world but not fucking really and he gets up and he leaves anyway yeah any comments on that or should we just walk with him into the living room yeah, I think it's pretty I think it's pretty straightforward. I think we dealt with it quite a bit last minute and the paranoia, but it's not really paranoia because they really are after him. Right. So to speak. Yeah. So then we um go into the kind of the living room den of the cabin and the camera pans up from uh, behind a table and we get a hot and heavy makeout scene here between Holden What's her name? Dana. <laughs> Between Holden and Dana. I know. God, there's just a shitload of people here in this cabin. How many people had to go on this cabin trip? Well, five. But... Uh, I can only hold so much stuff in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I And I mix them up constantly. We do a little written dialogue. So we, we actually write out the dialogue that gets spoken in each minute. So we have something really direct to reference. And I'm constantly transposing Jules and Dana. Of course, after this point, it'll be a lot easier because Jules is dead. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I actually have Kurt and Holden's names on a big post-it. And it's up on my computer screen just because I've I just forget things. So it's good. It's good it to figure out how to do it. Yeah. Speaking of figuring out how to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have this lovely, it's such an interesting shot. I think that they do this panning up from, from like the, I guess it's a coffee table with a Stein and they go from that level slowly up to them. I mean, these sweet, sweet keyses on the couch next to the fire. Um, it's so romantic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> quite romantic. Yes. And they're taking it one step at a time. Dana's <laughs> shying away and pulling back and Holden's going to say, you know, I, I do like that. Hey, nothing you don't want. 
you know, and she's kind of doing that. Well, I want, but I don't want kind of the, I do enjoy what we're doing. It seems like she's implying, but I don't want to let it go quite so quickly. You know, I don't want to mm-hmm. maybe hop into bed quite at this moment or something, but he's being respectful and they're, they seem to have a nice little cozy rapport going on here. They do. Yeah. And it's interesting that she makes a little comment of, well, I've, I've never, well, not never, meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously she's being painted into a corner as, as being a virgin. And so that's, that's a, a, a nice little subtle way of saying, and this, again, when we talk about setups and payoffs, this is another setup that will pay off way down the road in the last few minutes of the movie where she's specifically called out as the virgin and Sigourney Weaver's the director character is like well you know you work with what you got so (laughs) you you weren't you're not as clean as the driven snow but um (laughs) yeah and I also like that she's trying to be straight with him to say like uh I don't want to well, I mean, I'm, I've never, I mean, I don't mean never like that. She, to me, I'm thinking she's saying like, I don't, I, I may not want to go too far right now, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm closing the door to possibilities in the future. He gives her that reassuringness and then they're back into smoochy mode and right as they're about to pull in for another little smooch. Marty <laughs> strolls through and he's cruising behind them on the couch, you know, just strolling on by and points and says, I like how dry his delivery is. He's got a husband bulge. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I watched this this minute again and I still laughed at it. I still laughed out loud. And even though we've been laughing about this minute, Long before we even recorded, this is the by far I think one of the best jokes in the the whole movie and is <laughs> super classic now and and it still cracks me up. It's a it's a legit it's a legit joke. So again, setups and payoffs. We had this set up in the the diary and now we get it paid off and he and he pretty much ruins the moment for them. In fact, I think Holden actually looks down at his junk after he <laughs> says it. To- <laughs> yeah it's got that awkward you yeah. know kind of a feel to it yeah like he needs to confirm that he's got a bone in this moment it's like no <laughs> just, yeah it just cracks me up it's a it's a great little joke yeah it actually reminded me of something that way cast your mind back to junior high <laughs> junior high dance and I remember those dances so well, you know, the awkwardness of the girl boy dance and mm-hmm. picking fast songs, picking, you know, slow songs to dance to. And this is a sc- dance at junior high, you know, at school, a school sanctioned dance, the burgeoning sexuality, and, you know, just all the stuff that all the hormones and everything's such a mess. And there was a guy who was a friend of mine named Tony. And I remember he he asked me to to a slow dance, you know, so I went out onto the dance floor and we started slow dancing and, and he started to get an erection. Oh, no! <laughs> and I remember, you know, just my re- natural reaction was like to to kind of make fun of him, which, you know, wasn't mature, but I wasn't mature. I was a kid, you know, and I was like, you know, I can't remember exactly what you said, but probably like, oh, my God, you've got a boner, you know? <laughs> 
And Shit. he just looked at me and he said, oh, well, it's natural. And it just totally diffused, you know? I was like, you're right. It is. It's it's natural. This is something that happens. Smooth. Totally. Smooth. Give that guy a medal for just for for just handling that situation just right. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Wise beyond his years, right? It's like, oh, it's natural. Oh, <laughs> like, no, you're right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I did think it was cool. I thought it was very cool of him to say. Yeah, totally. Totally. Just reminds me of uh, Big Mouth with the the hormone monsters that are just oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, the hormone monsters are totally that show. They just completely steal that show entirely. We would have loved to have the wise tutelage of the hormone monsters when I was a kid. Thank God. <laughs> the wild abandon of the hormone monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Very appreciative. So yeah, the, he pretty much, uh, Marty pretty much comes in, ruins the moment for Dana and Holden, and uh, walks out in the dark, and he kind of stops, and he's and he's doing this kind of horror whistle, setting the setting the tone there. Not even a, a tune that I, I would recognize, but kind of stands out there and looks up, and the minute cuts his dialogue off a little bit. The line is, I thought there'd be stars, but he says, I thought there'd be star and we'll get the S on the other minute. Yeah. And and we see that the sky is dark, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we see him look up there and that is, that is creepy because why wouldn't there be stars? It makes it seem artificial. Like mm -hmm. he's in it or he's in a dream world or he's where? Somewhere that's not right. Yeah. It's, it's another environmental cue that something is isn't okay and did he go outside to take a pee he does whiz in the next one gotcha in the next minute yeah although i'll have to say the way that shot i i always i didn't get that he was pissing mm -hmm. the first couple times i watched the movie and then i was like oh are you are you peeing right now because it, the way it's shot and we'll get into this in the next minute more, but the way it's shot, it's not, it wasn't super evident to me. So yeah. Sure, he, sure. He was like, I'm not going to pee in the house. I'm going to pee basically 10 feet from the front porch. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a weird place. Maybe he's trying to like mark their territory or something. <laughs> like put a magical pee barrier around the front <laughs> <laughs> so instead of staging he just pees in a circle yeah. around the cabin to protect them something like that <laughs> keep stuff away but yeah it's kind of awkward i just <laughs> when i was living in london i lived with these people and when i first got there they're like you know we have a no peeing in the garden rule and i was like why did you have to institute a no peeing in the garden rule as a as a house rule i was really concerned <laughs> they go to the pub they get drunk they come back ended up peeing outside so here in the u.s we call it backyard but in in the yeah right. in, in ye old uk it's the garden so it was stop stop pissing in the garden yeah i remember there they were talking about that in uh, cornetto mm -hmm. minute you know because they're um when they first see somebody out the window it's in their backyard and so there's like there's a girl in the there's a girl in the mm -hmm. garden there's a girl in the garden it's like oh yeah but i get that totally because i used to live with somebody with a boyfriend who he did that well we had parking in the back so he'd 
you know, park in our back little garage and then walk through the yard. And sometimes he'd just pee in the backyard before going <laughs> into the house. Like, dude. But he just said it was easy. You know, it was just like convenient, easy. Uh, and he liked to do it. So, <laughs> so it's something people do. It's a thing. And I, <laughs> and I've known other people who they're just like, it's my yard. It's my, it's my land. It's my property. I may urinate here if I wish. And I can't say I have ever urinated on my own property outside of my house before. I just, it has never occurred to me. I mean, I know that like in bigger cities, people just like, they don't have access to a bathroom. They just like squat off the street. Oh, I straight up was, I I was um, still living in Sacramento and I was dating somebody that lived in the Bay Area and he was driving and we were going down a main street of Sacramento and there was straight up a, a, a homeless person just whizzing right there on the sidewalk in the middle of the day basically like looking at us you know like he was he wasn't like you know in an alley or something he was just like right out there on the street i was like welcome to sacramento you know there's a guy peeing on the street it was pretty funny yeah that's just awkward it's super awkward i think if we're gonna go you know you at least want like some kind of cover you know what I'm saying? Like some some bushes or something. But yeah, the locking eyes with you while you're doing it on the street <laughs> is like extra creepy. <laughs> it's bold. It is a bold move. It's a bold move, sir. <laughs> but yeah, this this uh <laughs> to get back to this minute, I think two we get two quotes that are pretty iconic for this movie because I feel like I remember the husband bulge a lot. And I also remember the, I thought there'd be stars. Mm, I feel like it really changes. Like there's a lot of tonal shifts that happen just in in this one minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is. And we were talking a little bit about this off mic where this, that comment and then another comment that gets made in next minute sounded like it was referenced somewhere else that it, it had this, gravity that there was something else that it was tied to. And and I didn't know where this particular comment originated from, you know, oh, I thought there'd be stars. But yeah, it has this real sense of foreboding and especially coming after, you know, him hearing whispers and succumbing to it. And I guess it pushed him to pee, really. I mean, it didn't actually end up taking a Nature walk. calls. <laughs> <laughs> And he responds. Yeah, so, so he didn't actually really take a walk. He just kind of went out for air to take a leak like 10 foot from the door. But yeah, I I had a sense of that gravitas from that comment. What was your sense of that? Yeah, same. I, I figured it was something that if we dug around, we'd find this like other obscure movie reference or, or another horror movie or some quote or something but i i didn't find anything so if anybody anybody out there knows of anything please let us let us know mm-hmm. via twitter or email or um you know the gabin in the woods facebook group yeah yeah i mean i think of going out into the woods or a lot of this is about unplugging and getting away from electricity and 
Uh, I know from taking astronomy that there's so much light pollution in city. So Mm -hmm. that's why you go out to places where there's a lot less light pollution and then you can really see all the the majesty of the sky and, and why there's Southwest United States is really great to to go view. And where I am in the Pacific Northwest is a less great place because you have a hell of a lot of cloud cover. But if you can get out of the mm. cloud cover and get out to, you know, some open space, you can really see quite a bit. So I think this is also speaking to that expectation of being able to look at the stars and dream and have openness and hope and inspiration and there ain't none to be had here. Right. Yeah. It's very dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) no, I think that's good. Is there anything else, anything else about this minute you want to talk about? (laughs) He hasn't finished speaking what he's speaking. It just got caught, caught off. So, you know, or cut off rather. So, you know, we'll pick up on it on our next recording session. Yes. Yeah. And this is, and, and, yeah, this is a ramp up because the the fight's going to come to their door very shortly. So this is the the quiet pee before the storm, right? So to speak. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's wrap her up. Okay, cool. So yeah, if you do have comments you want to send our way, you can email us at cabinminutecast at gmail You can find us at cabinminutecast.com and socials are cabinminutecast on both Twitter and Instagram. Yes, yes. Thank you for showing on up on this fine Monday and we will see you back at the cabin. Mm-hmm.